So let's do a pretty brief segment here on what I'm not podcasting about. The Great Resignation. So the idea of jobs. How there might be jobs out there, but some people that had jobs in the office setup pre-pandemic and the fact that people don't want to go and go back to the office, that they'd rather just go and work from home. And if they're forced to go back to the office, then they're going to just say no. <clears throat> now, for me, you know, what I was doing with uh, the radio work, I was doing my full-time commitment, I was doing a little bit from home and then going to the office pretty regularly. But we have since abandoned the office because the idea is that the idea of having a, a full studio like that we don't need the studio because we don't have guests that are coming in from out of town to appear on any shows. And none of our, and a lot of our show hosts are out of town in the first place. So we don't have anybody coming in the studio to do that. Plus the work that we can do in terms of producing and editing and recording, we can do it from workstations wherever we are. Like, I mean, I do it from the road and I can do it from home. And ever since I've set myself with a nice little setup here at home and I've done a little more since pandemic to go ahead and kind of make myself more comfortable, bought myself a new couch. Well, actually, I've had this chair, this uh, easy chair for a couple of years now, very comfortable. And then I bought a new arm for my microphone. I bought a new microphone in December and I bought, well, and I took a existing stand to go ahead and put on an HD camera on it. And I've done more things to kind of put myself to a full setup. So if I got to do content, I can do a lot of it. And then I've done more stuff and I started including, expanding more content. What was the last March? I started doing when I'm not podcasting. And then I started doing TikTok, you know, late last year. So I have all that going for me and I just can continue to move forward. It's just what I like to do. What can I say? So let's get into the story from the Great Resignation. <clears throat> now, the Great Resignation is a phenomenon they're saying where there's a wave of workers in Canada and U.S. who are leaving their jobs and younger Canadians. They're saying in this Yahoo Finance story from Canada that they're contributing to the trend. So this Canadian survey from Robert Half, which is a global staffing firm, they said that 33% of employed Generation Z and millennial professionals polled reported plans to pursue a new job. And the survey revealed that most Gen Z, that Gen Z mostly wants to change so they can earn a higher salary, 40% of them, Millennials are struggling with low morale, 31%. Now, they talked about one person that, uh, that was featured in the story about leaving her original job to a new employer, aside from a fully remote work environment, that she's now with a new company that promotes diversity and inclusion, offers continuous learning opportunities, celebrates and recognizes good work, and encourages rest among its employees. So, progressive. I got it. Position also offers other perks, including a higher salary, flexible time off, restricted stock units, a generous yearly lifestyle spending allowance, and supplemental parental leave. Whoa, what a company, huh? wonder how much they have to pay. And a career coach they talked to in the story, Yorgos Borduris, self-employed, as the head of recruitment at Toronto-based software company Forma AI, says he's constantly having conversations with young professionals who are anxious about their employer's return to office policies. He says, quote, I think the pressure is building for folks and then what they're wondering, what will things look like for me and my role once life moves back into some form of normalcy? Well, we already know, it's, to me, it's not so much the great resignation is about what they're trying to say here. Because this story is trying to put a little propaganda out there. Okay, so this young lady whose name is what is it? Oh, Vanessa Staniforth, a 30-year-old Ottawa-based software developer. She was saying that there weren't many new opportunities to step out of daily work to expand skills. But like I said, she's worried about, let's read what she says here. 
She likes that her company promotes diversity and inclusion, offers continuous learning opportunities, celebrates and recognizes good work, and encourages rest among its employees. Listen, that's all, you know, kumbaya, all right? When you're talking about somebody that really cares about what they're doing for work and what they're getting, yeah, higher salary, flexible time off, restricted stock units, a generous lifestyle spending allowance, and supplemented parental leave. That's the stuff that people care about for jobs. All that other stuff, poppycock. That's a word you never use anymore. Go look that up on your Google. And in this story, they say with the rise of remote work, many people are also quitting because they have the option to work for companies they never thought possible. As a result, employers are feeling the pressure to retain employees. Yeah, if all you're doing in the office is scheduling meetings where you have to have people together in a boardroom with a whiteboard or whatever, yeah, that's not going to be easy to do that anymore. But it has been noticed that for a long time we could get to remote work. But something like this, like a pandemic, would have changed the norm. Just like there is the norm of the digital disruption when it comes to media where people are streaming their content more than they're you know, getting stuck to being corded to a cable watching networking cable content. That's what's happening. So this recruiter says, quote, employers are going to have to be accommodating the employee needs. So if you're employed right now, there might be some things you hope to see that evolve in your workplace. That accommodation factor might be greater because it's going to be really hard to find replacements for all the folks who have thoughts about leaving. But here's what you got to think about. What I'm saving as a result, <clears throat> eating from home, making food at home. So I'm just doing grocery shopping more than I was eating out or grabbing coffee on the road. The other part was I had a 75-mile round trip that I had to make four to five days a week. That's pretty tough. Now, I did Uber a little bit to make good on some of the rides going up and back. So I would just go ahead and get a little earlier, drive down, get some Uber rides on the way down, and the same way coming back. And then by the end of the week, I might get $100, $120 worth of rides to make good on that. And then at least for that, I would at least say, okay, so that makes up for some of the rides and some of the gas that I put on the road. And I might put a little more miles on, on the car, but that was okay because of what I did. And, you know, it's a, it's a thought like that. Now, my whole thing was when I got into the pandemic here was I, you know, when I went to work, I knew if I was going to be stuck in the building, I was stuck to a time schedule. I wanted to make sure my work got done. But now I've gotten to the point where I do kind of segment my work. I do a lot of it during the day. But then I also work at night. I'll do a second shift where I'm doing my own projects, but I'm also following up on stuff that's going on within my own full-time commitments on a regular basis, whether it's during the week. And then I have a certain schedule of things when I have to go and put together content. Say I'm writing scripts or I'm writing certain you know, ad copy or things like that. That usually happens on the weekends because I'm prepping for the week coming up. That kind of stuff. And when you get to go and have that, and most importantly, it's we're at a point where we don't necessarily need to be remote connected to our computers like we used to with go to my PC and things like that where you have to go and remote connect. So like right now, for me, all my content's here. And the other part, which is really great, is there's cloud storage. So when I need to get everything put, I can get everything put up to a cloud and I can just everything get, you know, it's archived in one place. That's what we do. But like all the content that's being used in Flux, it's being put into a drive on Google. And I just use that. And that's how I get to my production team to get all that content up that way. Or any content I need to put up myself. Because I bought a Google One account and I got, what, a couple of terabytes or whatever. Great. 
and it's effective. It works good. It's it's solid. And then I do that, and then all my emails I can grab from anywhere, phone, tablet, whatever. It's like I'm just using Google for everything. And then in their app we're using, in the same way, we're doing the same thing too. You know, preparing spreadsheets, doing things like that. And then he really, the only time I really go ahead and do anything when it comes to engaging with uh, management is, you know, I go drive down to their house because they're working from their house. For a long time, they've enjoyed working remote because they've been kind of living that way for years. You know, they definitely made some changes in their own lineup. So for us as employers to go and do the same thing, it is pretty nice. You know, my coworker's got his wife, he's got his pets, probably got kids on the way, who never knows. And so, like, he's got a home. He can sit back there. Plus, he's a musician. He likes to go and, you know, write songs, perform, go on the road, play gigs. So, like, it works for him. I do my Uber thing. I do my other stuff. And, you know, I can follow the stock market. I can do a lot of things. It's pretty nice like that. It's enjoyable. What can I say? So, that's the story about that. Remote work is not a bad thing. But I think there's certain places that you don't need to really have so much like you had it before. Um, media outlets in some cases, you know, if you're doing things where you have to have somebody on camera and you need the staff to run the cameras and all the other equipment for a TV station, like radio, you can kind of work from remote in most cases or just drop into the station, do your shift, whatever, do other stuff you got to do and take care of that. But I'm imagining, you know, the downsizing of offices are going to happen pretty soon. And then, you know, the way you kind of use offices or really employees need to go ahead and rewrite the script on how to bring people in when they need to engage and maybe not make it where they have to come in five days a week, but maybe have it where they have to come to the office several days and just make sure that whatever you have to get them to do, they're not stuck in the environment where they have to go and get dressed up. You know, just they come in one day, they got to get dressed up. They got to come in, maybe even come in casual, but come in, we got to go and do a powwow, take a day, get what you got to get done. And they get back out there and tackle it. Sounds like a plan to me. Anyway, I'll leave it there and I'll talk to you next time.